Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, welcome back to the Mimi B Podcast. So in today's episode, I want to talk about technology. I want to talk about social media and the boundaries that I am committing to myself to create around tech. I was actually watching a documentary last night with Ben. It's like this new documentary on Netflix. It was called, what was it? The Social Dilemma or something. Um, It was like super negative and Like, it was fine. It was interesting. So definitely, if you want to, watch it. But it wasn't the best. Like, I'm not going to recommend it to everyone. It was just, it was a very fear tactic, kind of talking about how technology is ruining the world and stuff. And for sure, I understand how detrimental it can be. But I also think that we have the responsibility to create boundaries around it, to decide for ourselves how much we consume and to create awareness that it is very addictive. And, um, you know, all these big companies, all these social media companies create these apps in a very addictive way. They test and, you know, like use colors to make you want to stay on longer. It's very, very addictive, right? So I've always noticed, and I know that a lot of you guys are with me, I've always noticed that the longer I spend or the more time I spend on my phone every day, the worse my mental health. And I will honestly get into these holes sometimes. I think it happened. Well, I don't think I know it happened a lot more in the past. Um, and it still happens today for sure. And it's those holes that you get into where you're like mindlessly scrolling for like hours and you don't even realize that you've been doing it until you get out of the hole and you're like, what the hell have I just been doing? Um, so that is what I really like want to avoid. And, and this is what I think everyone should avoid the mindlessness, right? So I'm not going to say that technology is evil. I love technology. I love the way it connects us. I love the way that we can really just learn so much and follow amazing people um, and just create a positive positive space on it if we desire. But I also don't like how addictive it is. I don't like how negative it can be. I don't like just the the fact that it really, especially these days, has turned people against each other with the whole cancel culture bullshit with the whole you know I actually saw this funny meme the other day and it was like how social media works you guys have probably seen this it was like how social media works it's like someone says I like mangoes and then it says like random person replies oh my god you like you're so offensive like what about oranges and bananas like who the hell are you and it was just like the funniest thing because I was like that is just so accurate and this is what I hate about people in 2020 it's like absolutely ridiculous it's great to stand up for what you believe in but like come on at the end of the day you like people are just overly triggered and overly sensitive and it's astonishing I've actually spent a lot less time on social media um the past few months because of how intense it is and you know what what's the point of being on social media it's to 
connect with people, you know, talk about things you like, learn, like be entertained. I don't want, I don't read, I don't really read the news sometimes. Ben will always tell me what news I should know of, but I don't read the news and like every single day because it literally is just a stream of negativity. I haven't read the news for years actually ever really because it doesn't make me feel good. And you can say that, you know, that's just ignorance. But at the end of the day, if I need to know about something, I will find out. And I always tell Ben, if it's something important, let me know. But if it's little things that it's just like clickbaity stuff about negative things happening in the world that I have absolutely zero to do with, like if there's a random like stabbing in New Jersey, like I don't want to know about it. It's sad and it just brings my vibe down and take it or leave it. But that's just my focus on that. And I truly do believe that what we feed our brain, like it really affects us um, on like a cellular level. Like think about it. If you're constantly having these feelings of like sadness and deep, you know, despair, like it's going to affect you. Um, so my big thing, and of course I don't want to be ignorant and I'm not because I'm, I'm on, I'm online, you know, but I think you want to limit, and this is just my advice. You want to limit how exposed you are to the news, to negativity, to people that you follow that don't make you feel good about yourself, right? So I've had a weird thing with technology past few months, maybe the past like half year, maybe even like since the beginning of the year. And I have noticed that the less time I spend on on social media, I want to say technology, but I am on technology for work a lot. And it does happen. I do feel kind of crap when I'm on my computer all day, even if I am working because it's just like draining, right? But I think the more draining thing is just being on technology or I mean on social media a lot. So I've been really creating limits and boundaries around this for a while now. And it actually started with committing to myself to not go on my phone the first thing, the first um, hour I wake up, first thing when I wake up. And then it kind of evolved into no phone in the bedroom at night. And then it evolved into no phone for an hour or two when I wake up and then no phone for an hour before bed. And I'm not perfect. I definitely cheat uh, sometimes on this, especially at night. If I want to check my phone before bed, whatever. But Ben and I actually have this amazing thing where we don't keep our phones in the bedroom. It really, like not for the reason being, you know, we want to spend less time on our phones. Well, that's a big reason for me. But for both of us was like, we, we want our, our bedroom to just be like a really calm Zen place and we don't want to wake up and like, I don't want to wake up and next to Ben and he's on his phone. Like, it's just kind of like, eh, it's our place for us. And he loves it too. And he's so into it. So since we've actually lived together, since we moved in together in February, we've been doing this, um, no phone in the bedroom thing. And it really helps. And ladies, if you want to get your boyfriend to, not have not want his phone in the bedroom like I also said this to Ben at the beginning even though he was like pretty down for it to be to begin with but what I said to him too I was like it's great like it'll make the room like more sexual energy like we won't be distracted the bedroom is just for sleep and sex kind of thing and he was like okay so that's kind of a little pro tip um but no, it really does help with mental health and Ben actually noticed the other day he was like I really like the fact we just don't even think about it we just don't have our phones in the bedroom and it's great. So, uh, so yeah, you know, uh, going back to the technology thing, like the, the way that I limit it, it's first of all, I know when I've been on technology too much, like you feel it, right? Like you feel that drained, really just like mindless 
like I almost feel stupid when I'm on my phone too much. Like I almost feel like I can't think properly. I'm not sharp. I feel like just numb. And that is like the worst thing to do every single day because it it really truly impacts your productivity. It truly impacts your your self-worth, your insecurity. I honestly think an addiction, like, well, a part of my addiction to technology is an addiction to not feeling good enough. Well, it's something I've had to overcome for sure, but my, it's more of a past addiction of being on social media. It's like the addiction of not feeling good enough. You have an addiction to that emotion and to trigger that emotion, you go onto social media or your addiction to, uh, procrastination. You know, I think it's always a deeper thing. So what I'm trying to say here is if you don't have boundaries or healthy routines around your phone, around your computer, around TV, even around technology, consider it because I can tell you one thing, it will really change your mental health. (laughs) Like that is just a fact. One good thing that I saw in that documentary last night, it was talking about, um, you know, suicide and depression rates in young kids or teens, right? And it has skyrocketed suicide attempts, like all that bad shit. It has skyrocketed since social media has become a global phenomenon. And it, I don't doubt that for a second. I can tell you right now that if you are feeling like your mental health needs a reset, needs an upgrade, spend less time on your phone, spend less time on technology. You got to stop because it's so addictive and we're just going to go through life in that numbed out state if we don't control it. It's like we have to create discipline around it. It's also very much so our responsibility. I'm tempted to create one day a week or create a schedule where one day a week I don't even touch my phone. I haven't done it yet. (laughs) And the tricky thing is for me is that I actually, my work is very linked to technology, to my phone, to, you know, just posting stuff, to filming stuff. And that could be an excuse. I can definitely put away a day out of the week to not be on my phone, but I haven't gotten there yet. For me right now, my limits are two hours in the morning and, and an hour before bed and throughout the day, like just not mindlessly scrolling, you know? So that's something I really, really recommend that you try to you know, I'm starting to limit technology more than I ever have. And it's because I'm actually really focused on a lot of other things right now with business, with my personal development that I found the more that I spent time on technology, the less that I was, or the the slower I was growing. So that's just what I'm doing right now. You know, throughout the day, especially I am trying not to look at my phone, trying not to watch random YouTube videos while I'm eating. So it really helps with my mindful eating, which is incredible because that mind-body connection while you're eating is really, really powerful to help you feel satiated during meals, to really enjoy your food. Like, God, I love just being mindful while I eat. It's a really beautiful experience. It helps me with my relationship, being present, with Ben. I think the more I live in the moment, the more I love my life. And I think that honestly goes with everyone, like for everyone, the more that you live in the moment, the more that you love your life and being on your phone is not living in the moment. It's just being completely distracted. Think about before even TVs existed. Like, yeah, you'd read the newspaper, but like there was no, there was no activity that humans did that really got them in a hole where they couldn't even like 
think for themselves for hours at a time and like, you know, just, it, you know, it, it doesn't, I don't think it's healthy for us and I know it's not healthy for us. And actually it doesn't allow us to think for ourselves a lot too. I think when you're on technology too much, you get sucked into whatever propaganda, even if it's like, you know, health propaganda or, or whatever politics, like you just get sucked in. I'm just not interested. I want to make decisions for myself, do my own research. And I don't, I don't want to be on my phone 24 seven coming from a 24 year old girl. Most of us, you know, we are addicted to technology. And I think at every age we are now as well. I think we need to come back to the roots of who we are and the roots of humanity and get off of technology a lot more. I think listening to podcasts, it's totally different because you can be doing other things at the same time. And I think also being mindful going on technology to post something or to send someone a message, that's fine too. But you know, going on to just mindlessly scroll for hours and hours is so awful. And I'll tell you something too, you know, I don't check my phone in the mornings but the days that I, like on a general note, but the days that I have over the past few months, which is very rare, but sometimes I'll, I'll not practice discipline and I'm waiting for a message or something. So I'll turn my phone off of airplane mode in the morning and check it like within the first 10 minutes from, of waking up. I'm telling you, it actually really affects the rest of my day. So you can feel 10 times better if you just bring this one tiny habit into your life. You know, if you just don't check your phone right when you wake up and practice that or you know strengthen that discipline muscle it's really incredible and uh, what else am I going to tell you oh yeah my social media boundaries I just want to tell you guys about these two because I think that you could potentially um, get inspired by them so I know most people listening don't have a ton of people commenting or dming them on their instagram and stuff because with my job I get a lot of trolls and I'm very jealous you guys listening that do not have um, a lot of trolls. I Listen, I've gotten less and less over time, but I think these boundaries that I have created have really helped lessen those attempts, I would say. Um, I don't want to say attacks because like, I really try to not care when I get rude comments or rude DMs because I know that it has everything to do with the other person and nothing to do with me as everyone that is rude to you um, does or you know what I mean? Um, as for everyone that is rude to you, it's always more about them than it is about you. Uh, constructive criticism, it's a, it's a different story, but people that don't even know you, especially if they are messaging you, trying to make you feel bad about yourself, it has everything to do with them. Um, even the people that do know you, you know, saying things in a nasty way always really shows a lot about someone's personality. So some of the boundaries that I have with social media, just, I know some of you guys have, you know, or probably are wondering, um, there is this thing on Instagram where you can actually put in keywords and I think it's in like the security or privacy settings. You can put in keywords, um, where if someone comments or DMS you with those keywords, it actually doesn't even show you or people that see your account. So for example, if I put in the keyword slut, okay. I for sure have that one of my keywords. I have so many of them. If I put the word slut, okay, which is a really gross term. I don't like that term at all. It's very gross. Um, If I put that in my restricted kind of keywords, then if some troll comments that on a photo, the troll thinks they commented it and it shows on their account that 
it is up and posted, but then everyone else, including me, can't see it and it ha- it doesn't exist for them, <laughs> for us, for the rest of the world. So it really, it's great because that troll, you know, gets whatever energy they, they want to get out and they don't seek to, oops, sorry, they don't seek to keep trolling because they think they've done their part of trolling um, and they just kind of hopefully move on. <laughs> uh, so, and it's great because it's just like, you know, I used to not know about this restricted word thing. So I would delete comments and block people, but then some crazy trolls will actually just like create new accounts and then like try again. And it's just like tedious and just like, why am I even like giving them energy? So this beautiful, amazing new tool that Instagram created, which I'm totally a fan of is that restricted keyword uh, thing. So I have a lot of them <laughs> and I've noticed that I actually rarely see any bad messages. Cause I'm like, you can even put like little sentences, anything. And I have so many of them for so many different topics or things that I've gotten in the past. And I am just so not interested in people that want to connect with me with those keywords or with bad intentions in mind. And you can also restrict accounts. So accounts that, you know, aren't that bad, but still write kind of rude things or like, you know, just nothing really positive ever. I'll just restrict them so they can still follow me and all the comments that they post on my page, they think are posted, but no one else can see them. Um, and then when I see it, it says like restricted comment tap to see what it is. And then sometimes I tap it, sometimes I don't. And it's just great because it gives these trolls like zero platform if the person's on behind it or if the influencer is on top of it. Um, so I'm really into that update with Instagram because I truly think that, you know, the hardest part about this job is... Well, there are a lot of hard parts about my job, but the hardest part about being on social media is exposing yourself to people that for some reason don't like you. And as an empath, it is difficult sometimes. I've definitely grown a super thick skin over the years, especially being on TV and stuff. Like it was, it grew my skin thick, let me tell you that much. But I I just don't care to have that energy from people. I don't want to not be on social media because I'm scared of taking on negative energy that I'm just really not interested in having. Um, so yeah, it's been great and I feel good about it and I don't get so many disgusting messages well, that I have gotten in the past of people that A, assume things about me if I do or don't post about certain things, um, you know, that want to cancel me for some reason. I'm just so not interested. People that follow me that really know me, know me, and they know that I preach being your best self, being kind to the world, being a good person. It's all about positivity. And the people that don't know me and that just are looking for people to attack and that have zero leg to stand on, I'm not interested in having them as part of my community. It's annoying because they actually probably need it most, right? They need positive people to follow most, but too bad. Um, it's it's also funny because I've had some people message me on like the Mimi Method account or something being like, hey, like you blocked me a few months ago. I've changed a lot now. I'm really sorry for my mean comment. Like, will you unblock me? And like, good for them for, you know, going through their shit. But I have a zero, zero tolerance boundary if you've been a dick to me or you try to project your own shit onto me, I'm not interested in having you on my platform. 
Um, so yeah, sorry. I don't want this to be like a negative end of the episode, but that's, that's where I stand with this. And I think if you have any following online or you see consistent patterns with people messaging or saying things online, you can easily restrict or uh, block certain keywords. And I think that's a super powerful tool um, to really just have in your back pocket because as social media grows and grows, the things that you have control over, you know, are there still like you can control how much time you spend on technology on social media you can control certain little aspects and just work on your mental health because I'm going to say this this one more time you know the more time you spend online the more your mental health will deteriorate is my experience and I know that for firsthand when I'm in my off moments it has a lot to do with how much time I'm spending online so I hope this inspired you today to create little boundaries. Maybe you can seek some inspiration from what I do, which is two hours in the morning or until I'm done my morning routine, I try not to check my phone. I have it on airplane mode overnight. And then before bed, try not to check it as well. Just if there's nothing important for you to do on there and you're just mindlessly scrolling, snap out of it, okay? it Trust me, you will seriously, seriously feel better for it. And as always, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed this little solo episode, a little quickie. And I have so many great guests coming on. You know, I've, I've recorded loads of podcasts over the past few weeks. So stay tuned. I have many very interesting people coming on um, in the next coming weeks. I'm really excited about the growth of this podcast. I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. And have an amazing rest of your day.